and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Green Acres Calf to Beef Programme Participant Peter O'Hanrahan from County Kilkenny to discuss how he is managing costs on his farm this year. Peter, you're very welcome. Can you give me an insight into your farm system? Yes, um, I'm farming in partnership with my father, Thomas. We run a calf to beef farm in Thomastown, County Kilkenny. We buy in 220 calves per year. Calves are made up mostly of Frisian, Aberdeen Angus and Herefords. Buy the calves from two weeks to two, three weeks of age and finish them at 24 months on average carcass weight of around 320 kilos. And for the calves that you've bought this spring, what have you done to try and minimise costs up to weaning? I suppose we try and minimise costs by getting healthy calf to the farm and out from the shed to grass as quickly and as efficiently as we can. Um, to do this, we're buying all our cows locally from farmers that we've been dealing with for a number of years. And we know that the cows have got their adequate colostrum and they're looked after well. Once they arrive with us, then I suppose they get 24 hours to to climatise and then they get their vaccines for get cover for IBR, pneumonia, clostridia, coccidiosis. Cows are then fed with an automatic feeder, gives them six litres per day. Once cows are eaten a kilo or more, they're weaned. Once they're up 90, 90 kilos or so, we'll wean them off milk and straight to grass. And just getting the healthy calf to grass with no setbacks and onto meal as quick as you can is possibly the best way for us to minimise costs. That's great, Peter. I suppose the high fertiliser prices this year, what was your plan on the grazing ground to try maximise output but controlling the costs yeah we've introduced a new paddock system this year I suppose to fully utilise the grazing platform that we have um, we've also, also incorporated clover in the last couple of years in our reseeding plan and any of the I suppose the paddocks that have over 80% of a cover of or coverage of clover we've now stopped spreading nitrogen from May, June, July maybe into August and any of the ones then that say don't have a cover of clover, we're incorporating clover ourselves, we're oversawing it ourselves at the moment. And we'll probably cut that back from 20 units to maybe 10 or 12. We'll also try and graze the paddocks then, clover paddocks under a thousand of a cover to help promote the growth, the clover growth. And how are you incorporating the clover into the swards? At the moment, we're going to the ones that were freshly resealed and were just oversawn with the wagtail fertilizer sweater and rolling it in. So we're just this is trying trying this at the moment to see how it goes. And are you greasing it out? And what rate of clover are you applying? We're applying two kgs of clover to the acre and just trying to graze the covers under a thousand. In relation to the silage ground, then what fertilizer did you apply? The silage ground was grazed early. Um, we then spread 3,000 gallons of slurry using low emission slurry spreading and applied 80 units of nitrogen. And when do you expect to be able to harvest that? About the 1920th of May. Peter, the finishing period is a very costly part of the system. What have you done to try minimise costs? Making the best quality silage is the best way for us to minimise the cost in the system. We'll be aiming to get our first cut silage in the next the next few days, weather pending, obviously, we'll be... Aiming to have our silage 74, 75 plus DMD or above, if above possible. 
we need quality stylists to ensure our steers are achieving a kilo ahead of day for targeting for finishing without having to feed too much meal. <clears throat> so as last year's silage was 74%, 74% TMD and we fed five kilos ahead to the finishing stock. If we fail to make good silage, we'll have to feed extra meal to these animals and also to the weanlings to ensure they achieve daily live target gain of 0.6 ahead during the first winter. Making that 74 DMD silage, I suppose it really comes down to balancing the silage quality and quantity and it's an important part of the fodder equation that you have sufficient fodder available. What is your plan for next winter? Um, yeah, definitely quality um, is the main thing. But we also have a fodder budget done for the coming winter. And including for a one-month buffer, we need in the region of 295 tonnes of dry matter silage. Um, we already have 35, 36, 35, 40 tonnes of dry matter left in the yard from last winter. Um, so we're looking to get around 250 to 60 tons of dry matter. Um, and we'd be hoping to get at least 200 tons from the first cut and the rest will be taken from second cut and bales and strong paddocks. That's great, Peter. And I suppose really looking at the live weight gains, you touched on some of them there. But over the grazing season, what are your key targets for the calves now once they go to grass and the stores to achieve over the grazing season? Yeah, we'll be hoping to get the calves to 0.7, 0.8 a day from now till housing. And for the stores, we'll be looking for a kilo a day per head at grass. And what's your plan for the stores for the rest of the grazing season? We're going to weigh the stores um, mid-July and we're going to weigh and handle the stores and pick out hopefully the best 60 or 70 that are hitting target and are between... 450 and 500 kilos and finish these before they go back to the shed we give them about three to four kilos ahead a day for maybe 60 to 80 days of grass before slaughter and this will reduce the meal bill silage bill will hopefully take they'll hopefully finish around 300 kilos compared to 500 kilos of meal in the shed and will you be taking much of a decrease in the carcass weight you mentioned there the 320 kilo target carcass by drafting these that much earlier? Hopefully not too much. Hopefully maybe getting them into 300 kilos, 310 kilos. That's great, Peter. Thanks very much. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Peter for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.